Hey, this is Pat McKillen from the Trippin' Billies, and you're listening to The Barn Radio. everybody here we are in the barn studios in southeast missouri and this is ben and i am thrilled to have pat mckillen from the trippin billies a tribute to dave matthews on with us today pat how the heck are you doing great beautiful monday in chicago beautiful monday in chicago well, it's kind of rainy down here in uh in southeast missouri kind of kind of nasty but Bring you some sun when we come down. I appreciate it. Yes, Trip and Billy's will be at the old Rock House in St. Louis on June 2nd. Can't wait. Man, I'm I'm stoked. Uh Dave hasn't hasn't been uh, hasn't been in town in a few years. Uh so we haven't had any tribute bands come through. So I think St. Louis and the surrounding areas, man, we're we're stoked to get uh get our Dave fix in. It's incredible. Yeah, I know the Dave Matthews band's tours have been getting a little more sparse. You know, they've, they've been hitting some new markets, but right. um, some, definitely some interesting interesting new spots. They're playing Mississippi this year and Arkansas, so right. good to see them do some new places, but you know, you, you don't want to miss St. Louis. Exactly, exactly. If you can't have the real thing, then I, I think this is the next best. No, I, I agree with you. Now, you are... Uh, lead singer guitar now when did you join Trippin' billies so this is it's actually sort of a new development for me um i joined them at the end of last year in 2022 right. um and uh it's it's just been so so much fun we, i got to kick off the year our first show was a sold out show at the house of blues here in chicago so it was what a way to be indo- indoctrinated into the band. Right. That's kind of um, that's kind of like the Super Bowl for you guys, isn't it? The House of Blues, <laughs> isn't that kind of your that's kind of like the Daytona five hundred, right? You start off really the year was. with a... you know, and I wasn't I wasn't sure what to expect, you know. Um you know, right after New Year's, but we were we were more than ready for it. Showed up, like I said, sold out and um awesome show and really kind of set the tone for this new chapter of the band. Yeah, I I've been playing Dave Matthews songs alone in my bedroom for the last 22 years. So wow. it's nice to just be doing it out in public. Right. That That's what I was going to say. So you were a, you were a fan growing up then. Absolutely. Yeah. My, my first it was my first real concert that I went to was Dave Matthews band soldier field 2001. Oh man. Oh man. So now you, uh, you're a Notre Dame graduate and, mm-hmm. uh, I saw in, in finance, and so, yeah. and so, and so, oh, you, did, you did your digging. I did a little digging, did a little digging, and I, I kind of had to chuck. I didn't chuckle. At, I guess kind of at your expense, but uh, you know, in two, yeah, in, and, a, and, in a two great, th- and a great expense at that. In in two thousand eight, you know, it probably wasn't the wasn't the greatest time to have a finance degree in two thousand eight. It was. I think that was the biggest. You know, I hate you hate to say it. It was. It was a rough time and. There's, you know, there's been hard times over the last decades, for sure. But it was it was a blessing in disguise for me because 
yeah, I was chasing this finance degree. Um, you know, I was, came out of high school. I was just an athlete in high school. I didn't really play in that many bands yet. I was just kind of figuring things out. Um, but then, so I said, okay, well, I'll just get a business degree, I guess. That's kind of what I thought you should do if you didn't know what to do with your life. Right, right. Um, and it, but it was at that time that I brought my PA system to, to Notre Dame. And it's not a super artsy school. It's like an academic school. So sure. I had, I just had a monopoly on the bar scene because I was the only one who could show up with my own gear and just set up and play. Right. Um, and so I, I was taking classes and doing all that, but really I was falling in love with performing and uh, figuring out how to read rooms and changing the set list every night and seeing, seeing on the fly what worked and what didn't work. So when all those finance jobs dried up in 2008 and 2009, I was like, this is a really good excuse to have to go um, chase this dream a little while. And I always told myself if, if it felt like it was slowing down, then I'd, then I'd go back to, uh, you know, plan A or plan B, whatever you want to call it. But we're still riding. Right. 15 years later. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so now you've got, let's see, there's six in the band total. Correct. I think. And you guys just aren't, you know, tripping Billy's musicians. You guys just don't travel around with with this band. I mean, you guys have music outside of here. And we're not talking about, you know, guys just playing local bars. I mean, we have the real deal guys out there. That's That's what is so magic about this band. Um, I think you can really get into the musicianship and that's the reason that we can dive so deep into Dave Matthews band's catalog is because, um, these are, these are all touring musicians, session musicians who are, you know, myself, I'm, I'm a singer songwriter. I've put out eight albums independently. Mandel, our bassist has toured the country with reggae bands. Um, Kelsey can, Kelsey, our drummer, can play in any any different band on every night of the week, and he does. Right. Um, so it's sort of this chameleon effect. And but to that end, you don't. We don't. That doesn't mean that we don't have Dave on lock. This is this is a passion project for certainly for myself and and everybody else in the band who just when we were playing uh, Ohio a couple weekends ago, I said, you know, we want to make this show a, a real tribute to the the credibility and the musicianship musicianship of the Dave Matthews band and we hope we can bring that kind of energy to the stage and I think we do a good job at it I think you do a great job I've uh, you know just checked you guys out on YouTube and uh, and other outlets and man it's 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 a it's a treat for sure it'll be uh, June second at the Rock House in St Louis can't wait get your tickets now I've got mine it's gonna be <laughs> It's going to be fun. Now, how, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I said I love it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, now, Dave's catalog's big, man. I mean, we're talking, we're talking hit after hit. We're talking, you know, you know, deep tracks after deep track. We're talking, you know, everything. Now, how long, surely, I mean, you don't have, every song you know under uh under a lock but but i I, I mean i mean probably pretty close but yeah but how long did it take for you especially uh as a new new member of the band to kind of to kind of get it all together because it doesn't sound like you had uh had very long to to get your ducks in a row 
Well, like I said, every everybody in this band is a you know a, a professional musician, right? Uh, you know, full time professional musician. Um, so to that end, we've been, we've done a really good job at adapting on the fly, and that, that's the funniest thing. That's for the new chapter of this band with me as the lead singer. Um, you know, in the past, sort of the emphasis had been to play the big hits, um, maybe drop in a uh, a deeper cut every now and then, but right. it was sort of, they had, the band had sort of been playing the same mix of maybe 20 or 20 songs or something. Right. But for me, when I, when I signed up, I was like, I was like, I don't want, you know, I'm new here, but the reason that people like myself love the Dave Matthews band is because they've never played the same set list ever. Right. The closest they ever came was in 1995 when they played with the Richmond Symphony, and they <laughs> they had almost the same set list. They switched out one on the second night. Really? Um, and so I said, I was like, I don't want to, you know, I hate to be to come in here and have throw a book at you, but the reason that people love the real band is for this reason, and I'd I'd really like to capture the magic of that because that is what excites me on stage. And that's what excites people in the audience is, is that you don't know what to expect every night. Right. Um, you, you want, you know, of course, as I think we have sort of an obligation to hit some of the big ones every night if we're playing in different cities. Absolutely. Right. Right. You know, you, you, as a tribute band, you want to send everybody home happy. That's, sure. that's part of it. That's part of the job. Right. But right. I said, I said, <laughs> I actually made an Excel file for the guys and I said, I want to break down the catalog into three categories and I've got that category a is every night ready to go. Um, street fest, you know, for the casual fan. Right. So that's, that's your ants marching, your gray street crash into me. Right. Those are the, those are the big heavy hitters. Yes. Well, like, you know, we've got to play five of those every night. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, in section B, I had we've got a little, uh, you know, this is for a little more of the heavy day fan, a little, a little deeper cut, but songs that people have still heard. Um, if you, you know, if you're in the realm of Dave Matthews Band at all, that's "Lie in Our Graves," "The Stone," "One Sweet World," you know, things that bring people right back yeah. into the into that world. And then the then the deep deep cuts, um, and you know, those that's for when we're playing dedicated ticket shows like in St. Louis where, you know, if people are buying tickets to go see a tribute band, that means, that means they're with us. I think. Yo, so I think so too. We want, we want to give them a treat and maybe play some of those songs that they've been chasing in, in the Dave culture. Like you, you chase songs. So those are, those are some of the big ones. That's like your, your last stop, your, your dreaming tree or you never know. So, yeah, no, it's, it's kind of like, uh, like Neil Diamond. If you're going to see a, a Neil Diamond cover band, then you're a hard, you're a hardcore Neil Diamond fan. Now, now I'm not going to go just for I'm not going to go see Neil Diamond cover band for one or two songs. Right, so correct. kind of the same thing. Yeah, because uh, yeah, here in a minute, I don't know if you're going to take any requests, but I've got uh, I've got three in mind. I might get to that oh, here. I might get to absolutely. that here. I absolutely. <laughs> I will. So that's that. And I love, so I've sort of, you know, kind of stepped into some of our social media and started watching, keeping an eye on all that. I, I love it. I love bringing something new every night. And I love being able to, um, 
you know, maybe maybe if we don't have it on on the full band side of things. I know almost every Dave song at this point. Wow. So that's, so that's crazy. I love I love dropping a, a solo song into the first song of the encore or something like that. You know, and that's really fun because then you can hear people sing along. So Yeah. I had uh the privilege my wife last year for my birthday and i don't know what i did to deserve this but she uh now mind you we're in southeast missouri she bought tickets airfare everything and we flew to uh washington state and went to the gorge last year you made you made the trip this 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 be my second time i went back in 2006 so this will be my that was my second trip to the gorge and uh and you were talking about no set list is the same he played you know labor day weekend and yep. and all three nights were a different set list he didn't had zero repeats isn't that a special place? Not any. Oh, God. the gorge. I, I went in 2016. I finally made it out in 2016. Oh man, man! I've been to. You know, I think you know. I, I was lucky enough. I grew up in northwest suburbs of Chicago, so Alpine Valley was. Oh, actually, yeah. I grew up closer to Alpine Valley than I did to the city of Chicago. Oh, okay. um, so that was in our backyard. I went. I went both nights every year from 2002 to. I went. You know, I went last year. So I feel, I feel like we're really lucky in that sense. So I always, I was like, you know, Alpine's the best. And, but then I saw him at, I saw David Red Rocks in 2005 and I was like, okay, that's a really special place. Now, I don't know if you can get, I don't know if you can get better at Red Rocks. I was going to say, is, is Dave too big for Red Rocks now? He hasn't played there in a long time. I actually think they should be able to, in the next few years, they should be able to do like a two to three night stand. Yeah. Again, um, without you know, just it being totally crazy, I you know, the the question is, logistically that might be kind of a nightmare. Right. Like, yeah. I think I think those tickets would sell. Oh. You, you know, God. they could do five nights, but right. But Red Rocks, Red Rocks is great at diversifying their lineup too. So, yeah. Yeah. You're you right. You know, I hope hopefully hopefully the band um, wants to do that because it would be awesome to get them back there. But then, so you know, I think I think Red Rocks. Uh, the, once I finally made it to the gorge, I was like, "Well, I got to go jump in the river the, the next morning after the oh, show." Man. Just, <laughs> now, just I, special. Now, get back to Trippin' Billy's for a second. Uh, like I said, the band itself been around for twenty years. How? If I don't know if you can tell me the answer to this, how did five or six guys who have love for the Dave Matthews Band and are talented musicians how do they find each other like how, so I think how it, does this... it all comes back to our, our fearless leader is, is bill denny they call him billy it was just as i as i know the story and you know i was in i was born in 1987 so when when they started playing these songs in bars i was in second grade right but so his he tells a great story about um you know he was in this quartet or not quartet but like it was he was in a four-piece and uh, they were playing in bars and they were doing the, the 90s rock thing, which I'm so jealous of because I feel like I should have been. That should have been when I was 20 years old. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they were playing, you know, playing in bars and around Chicago and doing like the Jim Blossom covers, the whatever, Third Eye Blind, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Loose Traveler, all that good stuff. Yeah, those are my jams, man. There was always a good crowd, always a good crowd. Um, but then when Under the Table and Dreaming came out, he said, okay, let's. Let's do a night. Everyone, everyone loves this album. Let's do, 
a night dedicated to this album and dedicated to the Dave Matthews band. And he said it was the craziest thing where it went from, you know, we had 50 people coming to see us play at this bar to all of a sudden the place was packed. You couldn't get in. Um, and he was like, well, there, there's really something there. So Bill took that idea and he, and he flushed it out. And he said, and so that was, that was sort of the, the, the founding story of Trip to Billy's. And so he flushed out the rest of the band and put these pieces together and, um, you know, there's been many different in, in, like iterations of the band. So uh, Kelsey and Mandel, our drummer and bassist, have been with the band the longest over like almost 10 years now. Um, so it's been there have been some changes, but I think always in a great way and in an evolutionary way where um, the band is growing just like, you know, just like Dave's now. The, the lineup's totally different, but the passion's still there. Right, right. Yeah, the you know he's got a uh, new album coming out this Friday. Yeah, it's this week. Yeah, it's oh, Friday, man. Friday. It's Friday. God, I'm awesome. I'm stoked. I've heard uh, just like you. I'm sure I've heard several songs off of it. Uh, he played uh, when I was at the Gorge last year. He played Madman's Eyes, which yep. is uh, which is a banger. And, no, uh, we've got to, We've got to get that one under. Yeah, I was. It, I was, it oh, brings oh. up. It, it brings. I think there's there's some kind of mashup there, you know, because it, it kind of rides those sort of Middle Eastern Mixlodian uh, scale vibes. Where there's there's some mashup there between Minarets, Last Stop, and Mad Men's Eyes that you could like create this crazy power song. Yeah, I think so, so too. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start messing. You start with that. start working on that, huh? Now I tell you, so far now I think there's only been four or five. Uh, songs released. I think they're going to release another one tomorrow, another single tomorrow. Uh, I didn't hear which one it was though, but but Monsters has got to be up there. That's going to be that's going to be a fan favorite. I think for for a it's, long time to come. Yeah, it's a really cool jam, and I think it's it's cool to see Dave um, falling back into like some sort of that growly voice. He does, yeah. he does a lot of falsetto stuff in his writing in the last few years, but. He's kind of he's kind of like settling back into his uh, his richer richer tones, and I think I so I'm like as you can probably tell by now I'm a super super fan. So they were playing in Mexico the last in this last week, so they actually did play some of so a few more of the songs that we had not heard yet. Um, all of them sounded great. So just just more to add to the list. Exactly for the guys. Exactly. You know, I feel like I've kind of grown up with you. I'm 44. Uh, I bought my, uh, it's kind of funny, we joke about it around here. I bought my first Dave CD in 93. You you could say I bought it. Uh, Do you you remember uh, BMG or Columbia House? Uh, It was those things in the paper, you know, you get like 20 CDs for like a nickel. I mean, it was just a little pamphlet. Yeah, it was just a big scam. Well, I got... uh, under the table and dreaming. Like I said, this was like ninety three, I think. So that was yeah, that, that it was, came out in ninety four. So yeah, or it may have been ninety four. Right. Okay, yeah, it was right around there. Uh, yeah, it was right when it came out. I bought it, and I uh, yeah, I've kind of I've every CD. I every time I get chance I get seen, I do. So I feel like I've kind of you know talk about the progression of his of his songs and things. I I kind of feel. Like every every CD, I'm like, yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you, you know, because it, it's all right. it's, it's all different. I just, I'm like, yeah, I, I understand it. I understand you now. Some of these new tunes, like you know, every, obviously there's going to be, you know, people fall in love early and they want to see things stay the same, right? Right. So you know, so 
when I when I build our set list, yeah, I, yeah, I want to I want to play songs that make you feel nostalgic because that that wakes up the part of you that fell in love with the band, and I love that. And you know, we we have a violinist, and obviously that's great to bring that back because it's not a part of the band right now, right? Um, but in that same way, you know, these a couple of these tunes like "Sweet" that was on. Um, Away from the world and Samurai Cop, which was on Come Tomorrow. These, those, those are songs where, if you if you don't feel those, having grown up with the band and hearing these songs about, you know, like the changes in your life and growing up. Now you got a kid and the kids learning how to swim and right. You're, you're looking back on these memories and that we're all you know we all began the same in Samurai Cop. So those songs are it's just so cool to see. Someone that, you know, it, it was all this happy Carpe DM stuff back in the 90s, which is will, is timeless and will always have a place. But to see them still put together songs that wake up a whole different side of you right. um, is just special. Right. No, I'm I'm with you again. Uh, Trippin' Billy's a tribute to Dave Matthews Band, June 2nd, live at the Rock House in St. Louis. Uh, I just got a couple more things, then I'm going to I'm going to let you go. I know you're busy. I know you're on the road. Uh, let's see. St. Louis, you know, that's the furthest west you guys are coming. So I'm pretty I know. I'm pretty proud about that. Uh Okay, last thing I want to do is uh, I need to I'm make a couple requests. Now, awesome. I've, I've got you three here. Now, you, you can pick one of the three or, or none. I mean, you're the, you're the lead singer. You can do what you want. Uh, I'm a big Raven fan. Awesome. Love Raven. Uh, at the Gorge, he played, and I, I had damn near forgot about Drunken Soldier. And he awesome. he busted out Drunken Soldier and the first time he had played it in like six years. And uh so I was so I got drunken shoulder drunken soldier. And if you look back during the pandemic, he did those uh uh what, what were they called? The drive in, not drive in, but they you know he'd he do did a, the we, like at yeah, home. the at home he'd yeah. do a, like a weekly concert, like they would play a concert from a different year, different venue. Uh well, one one week they played uh, 2006. It was a concert in St. Louis, and I was there. And if you get a chance, YouTube the 2006 St. Louis, Missouri concert, Smooth Rider. Smooth Rider. And I'm oh telling you, wow. I, I get pumped. He... <laughs> I just picked up my guitar to make sure I remember these songs. But, but yeah, yeah, smooth. I mean, he jams it. Now, it uh, the the album I, version doesn't do any. Well, most most of his live songs, the album doesn't do it justice. But but the live version of Smooth Rider, I was man, it just it just makes me so damn happy. I would say that that is a in in the Dave world. I would say that's a pretty controversial opinion for you to have in your top three requests, but. <laughs> I love I love it because that's the whole thing is you know that's that's the point is every song connects with somebody different and yes that song live took on a whole different life right. I think the same stand up I remember I went and bought that album it was it was just the other day it was May 10th 2005 me and my buddy drove to the the only 24 hour mire within like 50 miles of us and out in Tower Lakes Illinois and, um, 
yeah, we waited in, you know, at 11.59, they came and rolled out the stand-up uh, CD display. Yeah. We got it, we threw it in the car, and it was a totally different sound. For it was. Right, you know, right. It, it was a totally different production style. Yes. Um, and, and for that reason, a lot of people turned off to it, just because it was different. But then, if you go back and you look at some of the forums, when before these crowded streets came out, people didn't like it. They thought it was overproduced. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's just been so you know those those songs have aged in in their own way, um, and and like I said, it puts you in a moment in time. I remember riding home from from the Meyer that night. We listened to this new album, and uh, that's that's a special thing. So I I love those three requests. We have not done <laughs> Raven yet, and that's one. But I know how to play them all. <laughs> <laughs> all right if well, i can't see if i can't teach him to the band then i got you uh first slot encore in the solo set <laughs> all right well pat mckillen thank you so much for joining us i'm sorry it took up so much of your time but that i was I, great I, anyone anyone who can talk about dave we can talk all day I, I could talk all day but, but <laughs> it was I, a pleasure talking to you ben. it was great talking to you thank you so much and uh look forward to seeing you june 2nd at the old rock house in st louis get your tickets now they're gonna sell out and uh pat be good buddy thank you so much for Absolutely. your time Absolutely. thanks y'all so much we'll see you june 2nd okay be well all right take care all right thanks thanks pat